welcome to Dating in the City, Season 4. We're your hosts, the Conti Sisters, matchmakers and co-founders of Matchmakers in the City, an old-school personal matchmaking firm, regularly featured on MTV, NBC, Forbes, and more. We've been celebrity matchmakers for nearly nine years, and now we're spilling all of our secrets about love and relationships to you. Hey, you guys, and welcome to Dating in the City. I'm Alessandra Conti. And I'm Christina Conti-Pineda. And you guys, this is our final episode of this season and of this year. 2020. Everyone's favorite year. Everyone's favorite year. (laughs) Everyone hated 2020. (laughs) 2020 was just... They blamed it on the year, though. I know. Blame it on the... Blame it on the goose. Catch the loose. Can't blame it on the year. I know. But it was a a rough year for a lot of people, unfortunately. It was a rough one. Yeah. But it it brought a lot of beautiful things, too. We have to... That's what I was saying. Oops. Sorry. Saying is one of the... One of the... The 12 Days of Christmas Challenge activities to do with your significant other is to brainstorm a list of 20 good things that came out of 2020. Oh, wow. That's so nice, Christina. For your, that Maybe that could be the last the yeah. last thing that you do, or the, on New Year's Eve or New Year's Day that you, you do yeah, that list. Yeah, 20. Dan and I are going to do that. Dan, that's, Dan's so amazing that he's so game for that kind of stuff. Because some guys just aren't game for, yeah. like, you I know, know that's relationship true. building activities. Well, then you know that they're usually not the right person. Yeah. Because I've I dated people in the past, too, that I could yeah, never, never do anything with that, like that with them. Yeah. They get so weird about it. But yeah. if they love you, they'll do some, this, anything that's yeah. helpful for your relationship. Yeah. And you might meet it with, it might be met with a tiny bit of resistance. Right. Because... You know, like, you have right. to give guys a little bit of a break. It tends to be a thing that... But but if it is a guy... If a guy is, like, really into relationship building and doing these things, like, honey, you keep him. Right. He's a keeper. And it might be you. You might be the one bringing these things on yeah. into the relationship. But that's but good. that's okay. That's added and value. Maybe they would rather be playing a video game or something. Yeah. Oh, gosh. <laughs> or drinking a beer. Right. But it's it's fine and just no it's not yeah, yeah. no even Dan is not perfect no Dan it's, is not like jumping at like right let's do twenty right. days of gratitude right. I'm the one who's yeah it's more like Christina wants to do it and Christina is like and Dan's like great let's do it yeah anyway so um but Christina you're doing well all is well with little Austin yeah it's been a busy busy week and he's. Three months on Saturday, which oh, is three-month anniversary. On and Saturday. he doesn't fit into his six-month clothes anymore. <laughs> no, nope. oh And there's God, some so photos big. of him on my Instagram if you want to take a look. And yes. we just posted a new one of him with St. Nicholas. So if you want yeah, to see that, it's so cute. take a look at Matchmaker Christina Conti. I love it. That's so good. And I still am baby-free, so praise Jesus. Um, you know, no babies yet, um, but you know, maybe in a couple of years, you know, maybe in a couple of years. So let's hop right into our first segment. We couldn't help but wonder, as sisters, we grew up watching Sex and the City, 
Now, as personal matchmakers in 2020, we are living in a very different dating landscape than the ladies once were. In our segment, we debate each question that Carrie couldn't help but wonder, episode by episode through today's lens. This is season two, episode 15, Shortcomings. Oh gosh, I think I know where this is leading. (laughs) Well, okay. So, what Carrie couldn't help but wonder, when you date someone, how many people become emotionally involved? And, so there are two, when you sleep with someone, are you screwing the family? Hmm. So, this episode is where Miranda... Um, Miranda, who kind of like just generally gets really annoyed about children. Mm. Um, that's kind of like her, like one of her themes is like children are just a bother whenever, wherever she goes. And, um, she meets this guy though, who has a son. Um, and he's, remember that scene where he like pushes all of the elevator buttons and then Samantha has to like stand there being like. Miranda or I mean so uh, Miranda Miranda not Samantha I'm so sorry Miranda um but anyway so basically she's an efficient she's a lawyer she's efficient she wants to get things done I understand that I totally get it children put a monkey wrench in efficiency (laughs) they certainly do but it's all for the good no the concept of efficiency I remember I once dated my one of my last boyfriends was a lawyer and his big word was efficiency really he would just like that was his biggest theme that was of his, life. That was his value. Yes, like efficiency. He's that like, why would quality, I take right. this route when I could take that route? It's more efficient. Right. Therefore, but it, it seeped into other areas of his life. Mm-hmm. So it would um he would sacrifice um kind of beauty for efficiency. Right. Or like he would sacrifice like enjoyment. Like when a moment could be super enjoy enjoyful. Wait, super enjoyable. Enjoyable. Oh my gosh, my brain. Um. Okay. Yeah, so anyway, well, that's, that was no, just to say. I mean, Miranda's yeah. One thing to add that because I thought, oh yeah, I mean, in certain ways, it is a good quality. But yeah, then you think about it, that's that was Hitler's mantra. Oh God, and like think of like, oh my gosh, that oh yeah. Lord, that's terrible. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, um. Instead of efficiency, it should be consistency. Like, that's what we should all look for. All the ladies. That's what you should look for. Um, so anyway, so um, that was that Miranda story. And then she ends up um, going home with Simon and then, or going home with the guy. And then she's naked in the bathroom and the kid <gasps> opens the door to the bathroom. <gasps> like, after, like, they... and that was like that was it obviously and then Carrie this is the episode where Carrie meets the fiction writer um and then his mom is this like Oscar nominated documentary filmmaker Mm -hmm. so um so she basically like the guy like the fiction writer invites her to his parents house and so she basically meets the entire family on like their first or second date and the mom like goes on about how just like they taught their son they taught their kids to be very sex positive and they never were um they never were like closed off about discussing sex Hmm. and so then but when they find when carrie and the guy sleep together the guy like has like premature ejaculation like it literally it it's like 
three seconds. So it just was this really awkward situation. Um, so anyway, um, they didn't end up working out. And then um, Charlotte... Um, oh, yes, yes, yes. So Charlotte's brother, this is the first time that we ever met Charlotte's brother. Hmm. Um, and he was basically is just getting a divorce. And um, Samantha sees Charlotte's brother and is like, oh, my gosh, she's so attractive. So then Samantha ends up sleeping with the bro- um, Charlotte's brother. Oh. And um, she Charlotte is just so upset. So, um, but he's like, here, her brother is like, listen, I haven't had sex in two years. So anyway, it's basically about like how when you date somebody and when like you basically end up dating the family. And it's also so great that this is this episode because with The Bachelorette, it was hometown dates this week. And it's it's Christmas. It's Hanukkah right oh now. Oh my gosh. Christmas is coming up. People yes. are gearing up to for family. Most people are gearing up for family time. Family time. A yes. whole lot of family mm, this time. Is perfect timing, Alessandra. Absolutely. And yes, happy Hanukkah to all of our wonderful Jewish listeners. Mm-hmm. We love you guys so much. As you know, we love... Um, we just, you know, we love Jewish men. We love Jewish women. I always talk about it. <laughs> we love yes. the Jewish community. It's just the we best do. community ever. Um, so anyway. Well, there's also. And the Catholic community is amazing, obviously. But we're not. A, it's like, it's a community that's been so welcoming to somebody. Who is To not, two people that are right, not, not Jewish. Jewish but true. they've been. The whole community in Beverly Hills and in Los Angeles has welcomed us with it's open so arms. True, and That's as matchmakers, so as had a friends, blast, right? Yes, as friends, like mm-hmm. some of my closest friends are very strong in the Jewish community, and some of our, a lot of our clients are in the Jewish community. They exactly. just have welcomed us, so we love Happy Hanukkah. But anyway, so let's talk about family. So, how important is family in dating okay so dating somebody that's the question i think that that's the big question great great. yeah okay that is something that i've worked on with a lot of our bachelors and bachelorettes because not everyone has come from a cookie cutter most people have not come from a happy cookie cutter family Family. it's rare that you'll find that if if they do Fantastic. Yeah. That's going to be really nice for you. But there's always going to be... You're never going to have a perfect best friendship with... A mother-in-law. Right. It's just... It's not... It's not really... I mean, some people do. I've actually heard some of our bachelorettes say, yeah, I just... I could hang out with them on her own. I'm thinking... I'm thinking about a specific bachelorette right now, and she spends time with them on her own. Yeah. But I think... I'm just so not programmed to do that. No, I think if you were raised like Alessandra and myself, we've always had a formality around adults. And then I remember when we used to call certain parents by their first names... Then, then we, then I think those parents said they don't want that anymore. So ever since then, our mom was very strict of saying, no, this is not first name. This is Mrs. This or Mrs. Mr. That. And I think I, even with Austin, I'm thinking of just calling them Miss and Mr. and Mrs. and their first name. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not sure what I'll do. I'm not sure what I'll do. Yeah. I like a level of formality. Right. So there are people. I think that's also more East Coast. 
I think the level of yeah, formality. California is less. California is so casual. Mm. With like the, the the lines between adult and children yes. are very blurred. That's so very blurred. So true. It's yeah. a cult, very big cultural difference from the East Coast. Yes. And the West Coast. East Coast, a, a majority of the people that we grew up with, very uh, very formal with their family. Mm. You don't like drink with your family. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you don't go drinking with them or... Not that that's bad, but, like, it's just, like, they're not your friend. They're, like, your... Yeah, they're your parent. So, yeah, it's very interesting because I've, I've definitely experienced that myself, even with friends. And, um, and yeah, anyway, continue, Christina. And then I was thinking about that, that you... You definitely, I guess the whole thing of, it's not going to be a perfect family, but you want to make sure that the person who you're dating has at least come to peace mm-hmm. with some kind, with their family, because you hear, I'll date coach some bachelors and they'll say, yeah, she has major daddy issues that she hasn't worked through yet. Mm-hmm. And that can really, even if you might still have, as a lady, you might still have a few hangups about your family that you haven't fully worked through. Understandable. Understandable. We all do. Everybody But does. if you, if there's <clears throat> major rifts in your family where you're not talking to someone, I would definitely advise and considering working on that mm-hmm. before you you um, you try to try to date that person or have it, have that person date you because it can cause a lot of issues in the I, relationship. And I love that idea though. Even if coming to peace is like, yeah, I've come to peace with it. I just am not in the best way for me is to not be. Is, is to be cordial, right, exactly. but to not have them in my life. Right, right. Exactly. So be if, polite. Right, yeah, yeah. Right. But as long as there's some kind of peace there, because exactly, like, I, I feel badly, like, I don't want to discount people who maybe have really toxic parents. Right, and they just can't and, talk to that yeah. person. But and, as and long then, as it's a, in a yes. peace in their life. Yes. Whereas, because if there's strife and you know when that, you know yeah. when it's, they're talking about the situation 24-7. Yes. It's, yeah. it's they're seeing a therapist about it and yeah. really, and it's fine. It's great to be see a therapist, but you don't want it to, they don't want to be, you don't want them to be totally in the midst of that. Yes. Of that discovery. Because that, I totally agree. I think if you're in the midst of that, it's really difficult to then prioritize a romantic relationship because Mm. a lot of your headspace is being taken up by figuring out, you know, yourself and figuring out your family dynamic. Mm -hmm. But I, yeah, I mean, right. Yeah. Right. right. And then there's the other piece of, you don't want that person then idolizing the significant other. So if a woman's having trouble leaning on the guy to solve all of the Mm -hmm. issues and putting all of her pain on on him and having him support her in ways that are too much. I've seen that mm. really cause rifts in yeah. relationships. So that's just something. Another piece. Oh, I'm sorry. It's I'll very interesting because it's like this balance of dependency. Because you, as a couple, right. couples need to be dependent on each other, and they need to be emotionally. They need to be able to emotionally lean on each other. Right. But it has to be depend, not dependent. Yeah, depend on each other, but yeah. not be dependent on that person. But but studies have shown that dependency is actually really healthy in a relationship like to be dependent on another person is vital 
to a sustainable relationship. Like, it's not a terrible thing. Like, as we, we've we just been so bonked down with this societal thing saying you have to be independent. independent. You have to do this on your own. You have to be independent. So the pendulum is so aggressively to one, like people go into relationships thinking I have to be independent. And this person's taking like when by allowing myself to be vulnerable, to to, to lean on this person, um, people can view that as a loss of independence. Mm. But what I'm trying to say, because I know for a lot of people, that's why for a lot of successful people, relationships are more difficult because they feel as though when they enter into a relationship and when they become vulnerable, there's they're losing independence mm-hmm. and they're feeling weaker. But studies have shown the dependency paradox that when you do, when you are able to lean on somebody, um, then you will do better in your life. I actually am doing a, um, it's not confirmed yet, but I will be doing a talk for Forbes about, about this concept of why relationships are so important, why they're essential for successful, um, business people who are in business and why they need people in business should prioritize relationships more. And it will be more about that concept of that, even though that you're not losing, even though you're, if you're depending on somebody, there's a level, right? Because there has to be that kind of median of not being totally independent, totally self-sufficient, like, I don't need anybody. I can do this myself. I can do it all. You can't, you can't do it all. Like you can't, you just can't. You know, you can't, that's not the way that we were supposed to be. That's yeah. not the way we were made. Truly, mm. we're. that's not the way we were made as men and women. It's true. We were made to depend on each other. And as humans and community, that's why also what's happening right now is so detrimental because community is essential mm. to human beings. Like the human species and the human animal is built for community. community yeah. And that's, anyway... I digress. I I digress. Also, Andrew, just want to point out a few things that you were saying. Yes. I think there's a line between being depending on each other and healthy healthy healthy, dependency and then codependency. Yes. That we want to make sure we draw out. So how would you say that it would be different between that codependency thing? I can give you a few ideas. Please, Christina, you're the one you're the Oxford grid. (laughs) You're the Oxford miss. Putting you on the spot. I know, right? Can we talk about the bachelorette? We will. Anyway, continue. I'm sure we will. No, we will. I'm just joking. <laughs> and yeah. yeah. So I think with codependency, it's being relying too heavily on that other person for your emotional stability. Yes. I would say so. for little tiny things constantly oh. that you can't make any decisions without the other person's approval. Approval. Mm-hmm. And I think you work on that together. Of course, it's sometimes you do want to have the other person's opinion on even small things but you want to be able to function with yeah. by yourself and be alone had, with yourself yeah we've worked with a bachelorette who was totally dependent on a man mm. and literally she couldn't do anything she couldn't like write her name without asking 
the approval or, oh, am I doing this right? Or like, oh, I didn't, I don't think that I did. So yeah, it's, oh God, that dynamic is really rough. Right, it's right. And that's dynamic. usually a domineering person, one yeah. domineering person and one person who's, who just yeah. is very, very more passive, fluid more beta, and passive. Right. So yeah. that's usually the dynamic, but that's, yeah, that's the codependency, which isn't a healthy dynamic, not healthy, moving towards nor a good dependence in healthy, good, dependence. healthy, depending on each other is you grow together. You're able yes. to be little by little more and more vulnerable with that person and mm-hmm. things go to the next level when, until, and then you, when you get married, you can really trust that person yeah and it's I think that like a good real world kind of example is if you're having a bad day you're able to like express it to that person and kind of lean on that person and then when that when your significant other is having a bad day they can lean on you and they can they they can know that you're supportive so it's like but it can't be oh, your significant other having a bad day every single day and they're constantly leaning on you. I think the litmus test on this is, do you normally have bad days? Yeah. Or is this a fluke fluke or a flaw? Is this something that's constant? Because if it's constant, you're not ready for a relationship. Yes. Or is it situational? Right. And then that's a normal, healthy... And then we're going to, okay, so that's, and then we think about the other, this family dynamic. So bringing it back to the family dynamics. Whoa. Yes. um, The, the other paradigm is the how to lose a guy in 10 days. Calling them. She calls them. Genius. Genius. What happens again? Well, I mean, they were barely even dating. Right. And she starts planning their future. Yeah. She gets his baby photos and he, she sends, and then they, and then she creates a photo album of what their kids are going to look like. Why didn't we talk about that in our gift giving, our ultimate gift giving Uh, guide? That should have been the first. I black out when we do the videos. I know. Well, we do have an ultimate gift giving guide for holiday gift guides. So definitely. Yeah. You guys were on YouTube, by the way, if you've been missing our YouTube. YouTube videos you are missing to watch these because like the thing is the content is really good but I also think it's just like really entertaining and like but the content is really really good you can learn but you can laugh you can learn and learn and laugh that's what we're here for right and then learn laugh love (laughs) learn laugh love It's like a painting from Ross or something. I know. Oh, God, that's terrible. (laughs) Learn, laugh, love. Um, Right. But anyway, so let's talk about the family. And then, yeah, and then the, um, and then the other thing I wanted to say was what you were talking about with the independence and we do have a video on why the most successful women are single and that talks a little bit about that too. Uh, but yeah, I just, yeah. those are two videos that you can go to on our YouTube yeah. channel. So good. You guys have out. so much content too. Um, while we're gone. <laughs> yes. While we are gone to digest. Um, but anyway, let's talk a little bit more about families and, um, but yeah, I mean, I think that I, I see the healthiest familial situations and I feel like the healthiest ones are where they're, you're close and you're very respectful. Mm. But like there has to be that level of respect, even if there is a casual way of going about things. Right. I think that's something that I love from the East Coast mentality or even from like the New Jersey where I don't know, maybe just 
the Bergen County mentality. But I think it's also a Southern thing too, Alessandra. Yeah, yeah very respectful. Mm-hmm. I think that I really like that. But then I also think it is really cool to be able to like enjoy the parents' presence Definitely. or the family's presence in a not so uptight way. Because I think that like maybe for me where I maybe where where when we were raised it was almost like I was just scared of adults because I was like I felt like I had to be so buttoned up and so proper and just not I was like this is Mrs. Mrs. whatever and I couldn't like it just I, it was harder for me to see them as like people that like I could learn relax, from and to them. relax. Mm-hmm. So I think that's something that's really cool of even working with people who are a bit older, you know, now I'm yeah. just like, okay, I'm your matchmaker. Like that there's no, I mean, obviously there's formality, but like that has totally, I'm like, oh, they have kids. Okay. But they're a client. So I think also as you get older, it's just. Yeah, things also, morph. But there's also a client that are, there's also yes, a, yes, 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 yes. The formality right, that formality, we have, right. of course. But yeah, so I think that like it's taking a little piece of respectful, but also and and having keeping those boundaries, boundaries, right? Still having yeah. boundaries and not yes, because some you know you always hear about those like crazy mother in laws who are just like on top of their kids, right? And thank God, thank I God you don't have that. Is so She's wonderful. an angel. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I think that it's that it's having those boundaries. Having your alone time, knowing that your most important relationship is with your significant other, mm-hmm. and then everything else is family, and there's a boundary there, but it's it's a very important element of your relationship, but there does have to be that boundary. Right. So yeah. that means, and even if the family is not perfect, if yeah. they have dysfunction, you, you hate them, have, or you, exactly. you still have a level of, of just barrier from, from that, so yes. you can... You can manage, you can navigate that. Yeah, and have, yeah, definitely. Oh, I love that. Okay, cool. Let's move on. So, I wanted to talk a little bit to Alessandra about our Patreon because I don't think she is aware that. I have literally no idea. (laughs) Our members on Patreon have been getting an exclusive video of us that no one else sees, it's not on our YouTube channel. And it's I know an OnlyFans. I'm just kidding. We don't have an OnlyFans. JK. It's an Only Patreon. Yeah, video. it's an Only Patreon, but OnlyFans is like porn. So it's oh, not that. okay. I, I was joking. Know what that was? It's okay. It's fine. <laughs> yes, but I do know some of our listeners have been I have talking. A little side and- hustle on OnlyFans. I'm just kidding. I don't. That's disgusting. I mean, it's not disgusting. It's, it is what it is. Okay. It is anyway, sorry. Okay. Okay. Anyway, continue, Christina. But anyway, some of our listeners actually have been talking to me about wanting to join Patreon. I want to encourage oh, yes. them because um, they are getting that video every new video every month oh. of us that is not released to anyone but them wow and so it's a really special place we've loved the support that we've gotten on there yes and so definitely christina keeps me updated with all the patreon members and everybody that reaches out and just we love your we love our listeners so much and you guys have been with us for some of you brand new but we've also had we have a bunch that are like a couple years. It's strong. True. It's true. We've been doing this since like 2016, I think, wow. or 2017. Yeah. Huh. We're elders in the podcasting world. <laughs> right. But anyway, but, but Patreon so is definitely new, exactly. So, yeah. so join that community, and then also we'd love to continue if you 
continue to listen and subscribe and leave us a five star review. Yes. Because that helps that is get the so, word out for oh, thank you guys. everyone. And a five star review is everything. Yes. And yeah. we like to sometimes shout out our Patreon members confidentially. But I will say that my son right now is wearing the outfit that one of our Patreon members sent over to oh, us. My it is gosh. an adorable, adorable um, is that my Lakers. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Lakers. Little so Lakers cute. onesie with our name Pineda, last name Pineda on the back. That is the cutest. And then thing a little bib. So he looks amazing in it. And I hope we'll we'll hopefully post a picture of him soon. Yes. It. Oh my gosh, he looks so precious. Okay, so let's move on to our next segment. Stars, they're just like us. In this segment, we discuss the top relationship related stories in pop culture today. And how to apply them to you in real life. Okay, so the first story, I just need to talk about this. Okay. I just need to talk about this. You know Erica Jane, my favorite Real Housewife of Beverly Hills. Oh, I've heard that name before. Yeah, I like, do you know though? Can you visualize no, Erica Jane? No, I don't pay attention to that. Oh, she's everything <laughs> and more. She's stunning. This blonde bombshell in her 40s, in her mid-40s. And she has this singing career that is like just blew up in her 40s hmm. and she had like she she's married to um Tom Girardi who is the lawyer that was made famous by Aaron Brockovich so he does these hmm. huge class action lawsuits that are against um that are basically like against corporations or like with Aaron Brockovich. I think it's been a really long time since I've seen the movie, so I'm so sorry if this is like totally off. But basically, this power plant, I believe, was like causing cancer in the whole town. Yeah. So they won like a billion, four billion dollar settlement or something wow. like that. Um, and Lord knows, like Tom is Tom. Okay, well, or so we. Think thought hmm. Tom was beyond wealth, beyond billionaire. That's what we thought. But, but Erica filed for divorce from Tom a few months ago. And I just love Erica Jane, her personality, her everything. She's glam all the time. She's just like so unabashedly herself, all of that. She filed for divorce from Tom. And then um, it's now recently come out that Tom is being sued and Tom's been sued like 26 other times. I think that's, I think 20 something other times for fraud. Um, and for, and like, you know how I, I watch American, um, crime. Oh wait, American. What is it? Crime junkie. No, no, no. American crime store. Oh God. What is it? Oh God. The American crime show. The, the one that's like, on podcast. It's not a podcast. It's not Crime Junkie, that, though I do listen to that. But anyway, um, America... Oh, God, I forgot. You said, it's I, okay. I, Don't worry. Like, whatever. No one cares. But anyway, so basically, it's now, like, coming out that basically Tom was using the funds that he would win to, like, he would he would basically embezzle them to mm -hmm. like allegedly 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 right, that's what this is what the lawsuit is alleging that he would embezzle them to like Erica Jane's company or to like one of his uh, like corporations mm -hmm. and then he would use past like and and they spend money they have two private jets they're spending money like this they have a million you know couple million dollar house their homes homes plural like 
jetting all over the place, all of the things. Erica's life, like, takes $40,000 a month to sustain, which we actually understand. <laughs> it's actually not too far off from... Oh, God. No, no I know. It's not... No, I, I'm just kidding. But, um, but anyway, so anyway, there's just this huge thing that allegedly he's been using. Like, you're not supposed to do that. Like, you're not supposed to transfer money that you... Got, that you're getting as a settlement that you're supposed to be divvying up to the people who like you're um, representing. Right. He was taking the money and then he was paying it, paying those people, paying the last people with money that they're winning from this one. Mm. So it's just like this kind of Ponzi scheme, um, which is what like that's they kind of call it a Ponzi scheme. Okay. Um, what I've learned from this show that I can't remember the name of um, that I really enjoy. But anyway, so basically it's just insane. And I just kind of needed to talk about I wanted to talk about in real life when you is marrying for money ever worth it? Because he's 70-something. She's like... I mean, she was... When they got married, he was substantially older. I do think that there is love there. And I'm not saying she only married for money. But I definitely know that it was a big factor. What do you think, Christina? Yeah, I mean, all of the... Just... Situations that I've seen have not been happy if someone marries for money. And also, I'm just thinking about some of the novels that I've read that Mm. really tease out what that dynamic looks like and this is also men who have married rich mm. women and I'm thinking of a few books by Francis Burney from the 18th century and this man marries this really wealthy but very overweight oh. woman and who's a lot older because he thinks okay she's at her grave she's oh I think this is the book is called she sounds Cecilia. aspirational <laughs> Wealthy and she must be very happy. <laughs> Well-fed. She's. I think the book is called Cecilia. I, one of the books by by Francis Burning, a really yeah. wonderful novels. But he thinks, okay, she's close to the grave, so let me oh, just God. give it a few more years, and she'll die, and then I'll have all her money, and I can marry this wealthy young heiress. So he starts courting the wealthy young heiress as the the wife is still alive. And he clearly is not, just does not care about his wife. And it's just a really bad dynamic. So I would say you want to make sure when you're getting married what your intentions are. Examine them. Because as we see in this case, someone could have tons of money, but it can all be taken away with one lawsuit. Yeah, so true. So, okay, I was doing a little, um, a little narcissistic work on myself and I found a one of my segments from face the truth and it was like they had posted it cbs had posted it it was from like two years ago um so it was a little bit bigger than i am now but Mm -hmm. no three maybe two two three years whatever I, i mean not massive but like whatever i just was noticing my i'm just i'm very hard on myself but anyway okay this is that has nothing to do i just was thinking of the the bigger woman <laughs> the bigger wealthy woman i just got so excited thinking about that lifestyle but anyway i'm i'm in a healthy life path now um but anyway okay so um but i was i was watching the video and i think it's some of my best on air like advice that i gave um 
because I was talking about how this woman was attracted to narcissists and she's attracted to the loudest guy in the room and um, how like, but she needs to, because this woman just kept eating men who didn't have jobs and who literally were just bums who had no money. So what I told her and I was like, but you have to see like, does he have a job? Like, does he have a degree of any kind? Um, you know, because I said looks fade fast and a law degree lasts forever. A JD lasts forever. Okay. I got, so it has like maybe like 5,000 views at this point, which for them, I think for, it was, it's like, it's not a ton. I mean, for, we're new to the YouTube world. So when I see, I'm like, oh my God, this has 5,000 views. That's a lot of views in my, for, for what we're experiencing in the YouTube world right now, because we're brand new. Um, but anyway, so then, uh. I made the fated decision, the ill-fated decision of viewing the comments. And so the comments and people are notoriously really rough on YouTube. And obviously, like, we've been given a lot of love on our YouTube channel. And I will literally delete anything (laughs) negative if I'm sorry, I'm not dealing with that. It's our YouTube channel. I'm not a happy place. Yeah, it's a happy place. Like, take your negativity elsewhere. But, um, but we have generally gotten really nice comments, but so the people that were commenting were like, wow, I can't believe this woman. She's encouraging her to be a gold digger. Like she's, that was, I was like 10 of the comments said that I was encouraging this girl to be a gold digger. And I'm like, clearly this is Clearly, you didn't understand the context behind it because her whole issue was that she kept on dating men who did not have jobs. They did not have jobs. And I firmly stand behind that if a man is not in a good place in his career, he should not and he cannot entertain the idea of a relationship in a serious way. I'm a big believer in that. I also am coming from the viewpoint of a matchmaker who's working with professionals who are looking for love. So obviously I'm coming from my, um, but also even if it's somebody, even if it's somebody that has a job that maybe isn't like, you know, the, the job, like it isn't a high level, whatever job Like, it doesn't matter if a man doesn't have a job. Like, if he has a job, it doesn't matter what the job is. He could be, I don't want to, I don't even want to badmouth any job because any job, you can do it and and it it makes a difference in society. It really does. Every single job does. Um, and, And if you're not stable in it, then you can't, like, men just can't entertain the idea of a relationship. Right. So, um, but I will say about marrying for money. Um, I, I, I definitely think that we have a very special, um, we have a very special understanding of this because we do, um, you know, we, we started in the middle of Beverly Hills working with very wealthy people. We've worked with billionaires, um, which by the way, to, to promote the YouTube one final time, we have a video coming out next week. And you guys, this video is the most dramatic video ever like it is so intense and so amazing and um it's about one of our billionaire clients it's basically what is it called christina our matchmaking horror stories yeah our matchmaking horror stories like so we talk about a few of but anyway we talk about a billionaire client that and a situation that happened there 
And um, I think that our viewpoint is very special and it should be very heard because I definitely am a firm believer that if you marry for money, you end up paying for the rest of your life. There has to be, there has to be um, more, there has to be affection, there has to be, you know, the person Yes, financial stability is huge, right. and, that's and that's a big, a big element. Component, yes, but it's not the only reason why you're marrying that person. Absolutely, it leads it, it. It if you go down that path, it is a life of loneliness, mm-hmm. of material. That once once you have the things, it's not. It's not like. It's not fulfilling. No, it's just not fulfilling. It's not fulfilling. And we see that we work with people who have married, you know, for those purposes and are out of that. And if, and if there's not love there, then, you know, it, it it's the partner will notice that and they will stray. Or if maybe they're, if they're whatever. It's just not a good idea. Anyway, moving on. Let's go into sisterly advice. Great. Every week we answer a listener's burning question, and every week we give you advice that only your sister would give you. Hi, Allie and Christina. I'm talking to this guy that I met, uh, who, um, who I met on Bumble, and he has a decent job, but he sends me texts with typos in them. It's really concerning, dot, 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 is this a deal breaker? XOXO, they are killing me, and it's spelled T-H-E-Y apostrophe R-E, killing Wait, and it's so funny because you flubbed on that because it should be who and yes. not that. Right. Whoa! <laughs> Talk about... That's a little awkward. <laughs> so she made an She made grammar like error. a grammatical error. In her own. <laughs> I think that though, that is such a perfect... That's wonderful. I'm really glad that she did make that minor grammatical error. Because I think that it just shows, like, you gotta give people a little bit of grace. Yeah, yeah. But I think that certain... Oh, I know. There's certain... Your... Right. Your, there's certain you, words that you really should know how to spell there, right now. There, there. and there. Just, and this goes for both our bachelors and bachelorettes. Figure out how to spell these words. Yeah. Know the distinctions between them because... It's a real turnoff for a lot of people. Yeah. And this, the mistake that she made is a little harder to, to catch than, than others. <laughs> By the way, thank you so much for submitting this question. I'm sorry we're throwing you under the bus. You're no. precious yes. and bless you and we love you. Thank you so much for, um, for sending it over. But a lot of people deal with this. That's why I'm so happy she wrote yeah. in because a lot of people are not sure whether they should continue entertaining Someone who seems like they have a good job on an app that they met, but then they can't even spell the right. Well, I won't knock there. any past employees, but I, let me tell you, I remember there was one girl that we hired years ago, and I read, she went to a great university, and then I remember reading her actual emails, and I was like, is this a joke? Like, is this a joke? Yeah, she didn't last. She didn't last. She lasted like a week. Yeah. Yeah. Literally a week. Like, literally. Um, But, yeah. So what is the threshold, Christina? Is it kind of a a personal threshold that everyone needs to set? I think so. For me, it was was a deal breaker. Yeah. I couldn't. I just couldn't. I went to Oxford for my master's. No. It would drive me crazy. Oh, God. And even if a man would spell my name wrong, that would show (gasps) me that... 
And I spelled C-R, so it's not the easy way to spell it. Yes. But I would use that almost as a litmus test. If they spelled it wrong, I would know that he's not for me. And I'm maybe that's being too picky, but Dan always spelled is. my name right. And I really don't think it's being too picky. And he always had the correct grammar. He Yeah. I don't think it's too picky. Yeah. I will say that I've never seen a great experience come out of something where the guy misspelled the girl's name mm. on an app. Like, I just, I've never seen it work out. Yeah. I've never seen it work out well when a guy or a guy's communication was like really like abysmal. Yeah. Like, I just think it's, and you know me, I'm such a giver. Like I give a lot. Right. I give I give people I, I'm I'm a lot very of chances. Yes. And but the thing is And I'm very encouraging to to tell women to give men chances. It's true. But there is a certain level. I think that there it, there has to be grace with like certain things, like that or who. Like give right. grace on that level. But I think but I've done this is the problem. And sometimes Suri corrects you. They'll make, they'll, Suri will correct me, like autocorrect will autocorrect me when I use like there and I know there, but sometimes your brain just blogs. Yeah, maybe this is a fluke or a flaw. Yes, a fluke or a flaw. Yeah. Oh, I love fluke or flaw. We right. haven't used it. We used it twice this episode and I'm glad that we did. Yeah. You guys, that is a parameter for so many things. Fluke or flaw. Is it a fluke or is it a flaw? Right. Is it a perpetual thing that he always does and after you've mm-hmm. talked to him about it, he still does it? Oh. Or is this a just a once in a once in a blue moon type yeah. thing and then once you address it with him? If it's a problem and you meet him and you really like him, then you could mm-hmm. say, you know, spelling is important to me. And I but, will say something that I've learned about Fluker Flaw, that even if it's a flaw, if he's open to change, there's a potential there. That's true. So don't think like Fluker Flaw, okay, flaw, it's over. It's just like that's true. we're understanding that it's a flaw. It's just like, it's like, okay, I see that that's just not his forte. And okay. you will be writing the Christmas cards <laughs> come Christmas or the Hanukkah. Hanukkah notices. Right. Um, Maybe someone's a big math person. And yeah. just not into, yeah. not, haven't spent much time in doing but English I, grammar. Yeah, but I think with fluke or flaw, it's not saying, oh, it's a flaw, you break up with the guy. It's like, oh, I'm recognizing this is a flaw. Is he open to making a, a change? No. Okay. That's good. And this is the same thing with women. Or she. Right. Some or guys she. are yeah, picky about that flaw. too. Yeah, guys. Okay, final. Let's move on to catching up with the Contis. Alessandra. So, oh my gosh. Yeah, so tomorrow night you can catch a, a re-airing. Oh, really? What time? I know. Honestly, though, this one, I just, I don't think I did as well. Like, I, I know. Alessandra, just tell. It's okay. No, it's whatever. Well, it's I'm okay. telling you guys. Just tell the podcast 7:30. Yeah, 7.30 tomorrow night on NBC. Um, oh wait, but they're gonna be we're gonna be posting this after it airs, probably. I know. Well, it's okay. Whatever. It's on what day is it? T- to Thursday. It's on Thursday. We'll, okay, we'll post, post it on Thursday. It before, yeah. So um yeah, on seven seven thirty p.m. Okay. on NBC because last week it aired. Um yeah no I mean it's it's really cute. It's about celebrities working with their exes. I just was like I was watching it. I was listening it to my voice and I was just like. 
It was a lot. It was a lot. That's of, why I can't. I just, it's so. I can't. Oh I don't listen to any of my trending with Timory things after no. I do them because I, 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 I can't. I know. I can't. I'm gonna get critical, and it was either Holy Spirit good or just maybe I wasn't inspired that that episode, and that's okay. Yeah. It's not everyone's on all the time. I know. I know. And you're just they're helping in the ways that yeah. we can. We're not perfect. We are not perfect. No, vessels. we're not perfect vessels <laughs> for sure. Um, but no, I mean, it was so much fun to film. Like I have, it's my, my pat another passion project that we do of like true. doing access Hollywood. Um, but yeah, so it's on tomorrow and then I have another one coming out. I, I'm not sure what day, but yeah, there's a lot of access Hollywood coming up, um, in the next couple weeks from, from me. So that will be really good. And then, um, we're doing a little, a very, yeah, we're, we're doing Christmassy things together yes, with, yeah, with our our men and our, our all of our men, aka Austin as well. My man, Dante. your man, Dante Austin. <laughs> Dante's our dog. Our dog, yeah. Our elderly. Great. And then my little catch up is I was on Trending with Tim Marie on last Thursday, which is November 30th. So if you want to check that out, you can go. It's not on my website yet, but you can go to the Relevant Radio website and listen to that. And we mm-hmm. talked about why women should be receiving this Christmas instead of giving too much. Oh, I love so that. And then it also talks about gifts a little bit. It is another side of gift giving than mm-hmm. Alessandra in my video. But you, yeah. if you want to go just deep dive into gifts, listen to my Trending with Timberly yes. and watch our YouTube video. Even for like comic relief, truly. Yes, it's like, true. it's funny. Like, I, I just, I think it's funny. Anyway, you guys, thank you so much for listening today. Again, be sure to subscribe to our podcast and really share with your friends. We have this like really strong underground following. And when you guys DM me or DM Matchmakers in the City Instagram or even the Dating in the City Instagram, which doesn't have as much, um, doesn't have as much following but or Christina's but we love getting your DMs we love hearing from you and thank you just so much for being with us every week um especially this season has been amazing it's been very different because it's been a time of um this whole season has been during COVID yeah hunkering down together yes so um we're really excited for next season we have new segments um, same you and me, um, Christina, but new segments, um, some of the old ones as well will, will rear their little heads, um, again, but it will just be really fun. So we are so excited for the new year and wishing you and your family a very Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. Year. And let us know if there are certain segments that you love that you want to keep. Yes. And things If you love a segment, let us know if you absolutely love it because... It's on the chopping block. (laughs) No, I'm just kidding. Except for, yeah, that's, um, anyway. Okay, thanks, guys. We'll talk to you soon. Bye. See you next year. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to Dating in the City. For more information on how to be matched by one of our matchmakers, visit www.matchmakersinthecity.com.